welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. globally. Praise God. This is a scripture we know by heart. Verse 11 of Titus 2 says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has done what? It's appeared to all men. It's like a street anthem for us in King's Word. Praise God. It's a teaching us that denying worldliness and worldly lusts, ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly righteously and godly in the present age praise god the the, the, the my, my focus is really on that verse 11 for the grace of god that brings salvation has appeared unto all men and so like i said to be relevant in that future to dominate in that holy spirit inspired future we need to be armed with grace the sufficient grace of God must be something every one of us must have access to because there are things that grace brings. Praise God. And if you don't have those things that grace brings, yes, you will be in that Holy Spirit-inspired future, but you will not be relevant. So of what need will it be to be in a Holy Spirit-inspired future and then it attendant effects are not manifesting in your life. Praise God. Tell somebody you need grace to be relevant in the Holy Spirit inspired future. Praise God. So I'm going to look at one particular thing that grace has brought. It has brought a whole lot of things. It has brought so many things. But for tonight's discussion, I'm just going to pick just one of them. Now, the Bible speaking in, in the book of John, Jesus said something. John, the writer of the Bible, said something. He said that Jesus came full of grace and truth. Now, before that, it was talking about the law. Praise God. The law brought its own stuffs sickness, disease, death and every other thing that he came with but the Bible speaking is that Jesus came full of grace and truth praise the Lord full of grace and truth and of the things that grace has brought there is one that I would say it is most pronounced among every one of them, which is what I'm going to talk about. In Jesus emphasized it in John chapter 10 and verse 10, a popular scripture that we know. What did he say in that verse of scripture? John 10, 10. He said, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Are we together? He said, I am come 
who write this English eh? that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly praise the Lord so what it means is that this grace of God that has appeared unto us brought life alongside with it it didn't just bring life it brought abundant life somebody say abundant life it brought life in abundance all right so when grace was not there some other thing was in oppression that brought death stealing and destruction but for the children of god grace has been released for us to enjoy it and one of those enjoyments that has come with grace is life even not just life but abundant life that means not just having life but have it to the overflow praise god having it to the overflow all right so it is god's desire for us as new testament believers to enjoy life as one of the things that is packaged in the grace of god that has appeared unto us the grace of god has not just appeared for decoration's sake the grace of god has appeared not just for shelters the grace of god has appeared not just because God wants us to know that grace has appeared. And so, if grace has appeared, and so, it brought something with it that is very important, that is called life. Praise God. Life. Hallelujah. So, what do I mean? What Jesus is saying in this scripture is that as New Testament believers, you are not permitted to be stolen by the thief whatever that thief is i don't want to give the thief a name okay because if i ask us now who is that thief i'm sure a good or greater percentage of us is going to put our blame on the devil that guy has really messed up everybody is the devil is the devil even when somebody will misbehave praise God. The devil is in trouble. He really put himself in trouble. He will mess up and do some things and then I mean somebody will mess up and do some things and they'll ask you why did you do this? It's the work of the devil. I don't understand. Praise God. That guy has messed up and he's in big trouble. So if I ask us who is that thief that the scripture is talking about who will be tempted to say it's the devil. Why? Because he has messed up. So everybody is putting blames on him. But I'm not going to ask us who is that thief. Whatever that thief is, whatever that thief represents, it has come to do three things like you saw there. But then as New Testament believers, you have been given grace. You know, you have been given immunity against those three things that that thief has come to do. Now that thief is not just the devil. It is a system. Praise God. So what I mean is that you are not supposed to die. Oh, oh, let me put it. Let me put it well. You are not supposed to be killed. You are not supposed to be stolen. You are not supposed to be destroyed. Grace has brought immunity against those. 
Praise the Lord. Now, Jesus won't just tell us about this possibility without him, you know, living a life that is a replica of what he is talking about. Praise God. Was Jesus killed? Can I get responses? Was Jesus killed? Are you sure? Was Jesus killed? He was killed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's Bible study. So we'll study. Was Jesus killed? Are you sure? Was he destroyed? He was not destroyed. For time's sake, I will help us. John chapter 10, verse 17 and 18. Media, John 10. What do we see there? Can we read together? Chorus, please. Next verse. Was Jesus killed? He was not killed. He laid down his life. And that is the same thing grace has brought to you. And that's just what I have come to let you know in a very short time. Do not allow yourself to be killed. Die when you choose. That was what Jesus did. Praise the Lord. I won't go into the scripture. I will just give us the background. Jesus was beaten, tortured, subjected to agony with excruciating pain. But yet he did not die. Do you know why he didn't die? Because he has the power to lay down his life. You cannot kill him. Did they try to kill him? Did he die? He refused to die. So it is one thing to beat somebody, subject him to all kind of harsh conditions so that his spirit will leave his body which is called death but that will not happen and that happened to Jesus praise God and Jesus did not die he chose to die the time he wanted to die now if you go into the research you discover that when people are hung on the cross by way of crucifixion it's going to take days maybe three or four days or thereabouts before they were dead, they, they would die before they were dead. All right, now there is something that is called uh, the pathology of crucifixion. Okay, that is going to happen before you will ever die. Go and research. Nobody that has been hung on the tree by way of crucifixion have died in just barely three to six hours, it has never happened. It will take days before they die. So why was Jesus' case different? Also, you discover that scripture let us to know, like I said, for time's sake, I wouldn't go into the scriptures. Scripture let us know that Jesus was not hung on the tree alone. Is that correct? He has on his left an arm robber and on his right an arm robber. Do you know that Jesus died before those two guys? Baba, why? 
why are you defying medical and scientific theory that said you have to be there for days and then die as a result of the pathology of crucifixion why are you dying before your time praise God so it, it, it goes to show that Jesus actually quickened his own death that's why we can say correctly by every standard that he killed himself hallelujah so nobody killed him he did he did kill himself hallelujah even the soldiers were confused because they know that this is contrary to the principles surrounding the crucifixion death how can this guy die between just three to six hours in fact some account is telling us in three hours he already died that's between the the, the, the time of the the, the the third hour of the day and the ninth hour of the day the, the, the Matthew account will tell us that it is three hours in between. While the Luke account is telling us that it is six hours in between. But whatever it is, let's just say between, to three, between three to six hours, Jesus was already gone. The, 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 the soldiers were curious. Why did you think Jesus was passed by the side? Because they want to confirm that this guy had truly died. Why? Because, you know, it, it beggars beliefs that in barely three to six hours, this guy will just die. We have been hanging people on the tree and it's been taking them two, three, four days before they will finally die. But he just died like that. How sure are we that this guy is not whining us? Show you the whine us knee. Praise the Lord. So they, they pierced his sight to confirm that he has truly died. And truly, he died. But what I want to let us know is that Jesus made a statement on that cross if he had not said that thing wallahi he would have stayed on that cross for even three months nothing will happen he won't go nowhere okay he said father he, after, after he has cried he said into your hands I do what I commit my spirit and the bible says that immediately he breathed his last so I have come here to tell you that you have that same power that same provision of grace you have it that you will die whenever you choose even if it is HIV that hits you that is the scourging the hemorrhage that Jesus went through even if it is headache migraine whatever it is you will die when you when you choose don't allow the thief to kill you to steal you and to destroy you praise God so what Jesus killed he laid down his life. Hallelujah. You will also see that happened in the life of Stephen. You see that in Acts chapter 7 from verse 54 to 60. For time's sake, we will not read. I will give us the background. What happened to Stephen? A similar thing that happened to Jesus. He was beaten. He was stoned and all that. Now, what, what, what were they trying to achieve? To kill him. But grace has provided something for the New Testament believers that provides immunity against the wiles of the enemy that wants to bring about death and every other thing that follows. So, so I want you to know that tell yourself I can't be killed. Tell yourself I can't be destroyed. 
I can't be stolen. Say, I will die when I choose. Yes, that's what the Bible says about David. He said he just entered into his room, went to his bed, and gathered himself, and left. Very sweet death. Even if you have an accident, and the motor throw you hit for one fence, wake up and say, ah, nothing happened. I don't wait to happen. Nothing, nothing happened. Praise God. Let this consciousness be in you. Say, I'm not going anywhere. Do you know what Paul said? <laughs> He's, he was even negotiating, should I go or should I stay? Eh? For me to go is beneficial for me because I'm not going and rest. You know what it means to go and live in mansions that somebody has been building for how many years you went to go and build that mansion? I want to go and live there. But for your own sake, I'm going to stay around. That's somebody that has authority and power over death. So that is not the exclusive preserve for the Pauls, for the disciples of Jesus Christ. Grace has made that provision available for you. Tell yourself again, I will not die. For, for waiting now, I will just die like that. Praise the Lord. So you will see that a similar thing happened to Stephen. Men tried to kill him and they did not succeed. When it was time for him to go, he said the same thing. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Receive my spirit. That was when he left. So, the next time you are sick, please don't be afraid. I've gone to hospitals to pray with people around the hospital bell and I always ask them one question. Okay, now that you are sick, uh, what is your greatest fear? The greatest fear of people that are sick is that they will die. My God, when last did I have that kind of fear? Praise the Lord. Don't you ever fear from this time going forward that you will die because you have sickness. Tell yourself, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'll go when I choose. Praise the Lord. So go when you choose. Hallelujah. Do you know that this body that you are living in because we are meant to understand that man is a spirit that has a soul and that lives in a body. Is that correct? So you are not alive because your body is alive. With or without this body, you are alive. And that's the truth. Alright? Do you know that this body does not even have a life of its own? Do you know? This body does not have a life of its own. The reason why this body is even alive is because you are inside of it. Can I show you in scripture? A lot of us think that the life, our life comes from our blood. Like they will teach us in biology. You know, it comes from our blood. It doesn't come from the, our blood. If you're not inside this body, do you know that if so, when someone is dead, if you caught him, he will still bleed. Am I correct? Dr. Ruth, is that correct? He still have blood inside of him. So if the life of a thing is in the blood as it were, that's the, that's the main life, the spiritual life of a person is in that blood. How is it that a dead man, can they can drain blood out of him? Where did the blood disappear to? Shall be with witness where they are killing animals. And you see the blood come out. 
if it is entirely true that the life that you have is biological and has something to do with the blood that is inside of you why is it that when people die they, they will still see blood on their body why is that blood so can we say now that if someone is dead we don't even need to pray and cast and bind and speak in tongues we just buy two or three pints of blood and put inside of him and let him get up it is the spirit that you are that gives life to that body because without that spirit the body is dead can we see it's james 2 26 media quickly james 2 26 are we learning something tell yourself i will not die say i will not die just like that did he die like that is it for as the body without the spirit are you saying capital letter s on the spirit now when you're reading your bible and you see anywhere capital letter s that is not your spirit that is not those people in your village praise the lord that is the spirit of god that is the spirit of life it said for us the body without the spirit is there i'm not interested in all that things faith without works and all but you see something there he said the body without the spirit is there praise the lord so it goes to say that your life is not biological so whether it is typhoid fever please do not accommodate fear please do not begin to think i will die you will not die let, let me tell you most of the things that make believers become victims of the things they are afraid of is because they even consider to even be afraid of that thing first of all if not fear is the reason why a lot of people are stolen killed and destroyed it's because of fear so if you will not fear if you will not fear i'm telling you there are a lot of things that will not happen to you if you will not fear and the devil knows this that's why the bible will tell us that he was made man was even created from the dust do you know that the devil was not created out of the dust the bible said he was made of precious stones he said oh thou cherub anointed cherub that cover it very beautiful the bible doesn't even refer to the devil as the handsome guy he said he's very beautiful now tell even a child of six years to draw the devil if it will look like something that is beautiful he has transformed himself to something something ugly you know there's a difference between wawa and ugly when you now join wawa and ugly together it gives you another word that is called wugly the devil became so wugly god didn't put him in that state bible said the angel of light has transformed himself into that so that he will do what he will make you to be afraid god didn't create satan with tail and horn and looking like one thing he transformed himself into that so that when you see him what will happen you'll be afraid and without fear he won't be able to afflict you it's because you're afraid so the next time the devil appears don't be afraid tell him to his face why are you like this you think you want to uh, make me to be afraid with you but you don't look like this now god didn't create you like this why are you appearing like this so that you will make me fear is a lie praise the lord also tell him why is it that witchcraft activities are prevalent at night already operate for daytime 
fly for daytime now. That's because there is something called darkness bred profligacies, insecurities. You, you are prone to being afraid at night. Why? Because, you know, because of darkness. You may not be able to see your way around. So you, if you're walking in the daytime, you can just be pressing your phone and walking. But in the night, you won't just be pressing your phone and walking. Why? Because darkness has done something to you, to your vision. You will not be, so you become more careful walking at night. And that's why the activities of witchcraft and all of them are more common, more prevalent at night. Because you stand the chance to be more afraid at night. Why are they coming that time? Because it's very possible for you to be afraid. That means without fear. They can do certain things. Tell yourself, even at night, I don't fear. Say it. Say, I don't go fear. Do not be afraid. For the Bible says that for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of law and of a sound mind. So please, whatever the situation look like, do not allow. Be awake. Do not allow the virtue of a sound mind to dissipate. Praise the Lord. Be in charge. Don't just die like that. It's a slap to the multiplicity of inherent supernatural possibilities of the recreated human spirit to die anyhow. You are recreated. You can't just die anyhow. Psalms chapter 82. The Bible says, He said, They do not know, neither will they understand. And He said some other things. He now said, They die like mere men. And I have said, Ye are gods. All of you are children of the Most High. But He started off by saying that they do not know. That's why you die. So, knowledge is key. If you know certain things, eh, you don't need to pray much. You, you don't need to pray. just by reason of having certain superior spiritual knowledge resident in you. You don't need to pray much. The devil will take knowledge of you. Praise the Lord. Are we still in church? So one of the things that will empower us to not be stolen, be killed, and be destroyed is the knowledge of this provision that I'm talking about. Praise God. If you are aware of it sufficiently and it's inside of you, you will see that the devil will know. Knowledge smells. Do you know that? Knowledge is perceivable. The Bible says, move away from a foolish man when you do not perceive the scent of knowledge in him. That means knowledge is perceivable. If you know certain things, the devil will take knowledge of you. He has never had an encounter with Jesus before. That's legion in the book of Luke. He has never seen Jesus anywhere. But he saw that ah, there is one knowledge with a smell around this guy. And what happened? Immediately, Jesus entered the land of the Gadarenes. He ran to his feet and began to worship him. And Jesus was like, I don't understand. They have here now. I don't understand. And he said, I know you. For thou art Jesus, the son of the most high God. Have you come to destroy us before our time? And he began to sought for permission. Do not cast us away. Don't, don't, don't send us from here. Don't make us disembodied. Rather send us into the swine. He knew because knowledge was speculating around Jesus. Did he pray? Jesus has not even opened his mouth to pray. But something was smelling. So you will not be able to walk in certain reality if you don't have sufficient knowledge about it. The seven sons of Skeva in the book of Acts, they didn't have this knowledge, so they wanted to practicalize it. Tell somebody, don't try this at home. 
make sure that you have knowledge before you do certain things. If not, it happened to the seven sons of Skevazan. Because they saw what Paul was doing, they didn't know that that guy, that guy, is a faculty on his own when it comes to knowledge. And then they, they, the Bible called them exorcists. They, they want to go and cast demons when they don't know certain things. The demon will know now because the knowledge smells. He will know that this one don't know anything. Yes, grace has made provision for that thing, but these people are not aware. He knows that you're not aware. And so what did they do? When they came, the seven sons of Sceva to cast the demon after that demon possessed man. We know the story. He told them, Jesus I know. Paul I know. For you. Who goes you? Praise the Lord. What was he trying to say? Nothing gum you now. There is nothing smelling around you. Praise the Lord. Knowledge was not there. The scent of it was not there. I couldn't perceive it. The Bible says he dealt with them messlessly. Tell somebody don't try this at home. Knowledge will empower us to live and not die. Praise the Lord. You see that in Acts chapter 19 from verse 11 to 15. You see it there. Hallelujah. Are we learning something? Are you sure? Alright, so that is what I came to share with us tonight choose when to die don't be afraid of death it is in the fear of death that torment is the bible says for fear has what torment tell somebody don't be afraid tell somebody don't be afraid he said I have come that you may have life and you will have it more abundantly. Be aware that provision has been made for you to enjoy life. Know about it and don't allow anybody to take it away from you. Even if you have an accident. Most of the things that kill people even in motor accident is the fear. is the shock. A friend of mine was traveling to Abba once and she was the only person that died in that vehicle. I was like, I don't understand. Are you at the sitting on the driver's seat? Or were you sitting by the side of the door? Why did she die? They said she was even sitting in between people. But she was the only person that died. Come on, we don't need anybody to tell us that. It was a function of shock and fear. Particularly women. They are more prone to fear and shock. What, what is going on? What is going on? If by adventure you even die, is it not heaven you are going to? Is it not heaven you are going to? Should you even die self? So what's the fear? What is the fear? I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. And you have to know that you are God. He said, for they do not know, neither will they understand. And so what happened? They die like mere men because they don't. But I have said that ye are gods. And Jesus reiterating that scripture of Psalms 82, he said, if he calls them gods, unto whom the word of the Lord came, and the scriptures cannot do you have the word of God inside of you? Do you have knowledge of the word inside of you? You will try some things at home. Why, why WWE will tell you not to try certain things is because they, 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 they believe that you may not have certain knowledge that they have. That's why they will tell you not to try it at home. But if you know what they know, you will try it. So if you know what God wants you to know, you will try certain things now. 
and he wouldn't just die like that. Tell somebody, don't just die anyhow. When no one here say you die, and when we ask, say, waiting happened, they say he was complaining of his stomach. What's that? He, two days ago, he was saying that he, he was not feeling well. Say, slap. Say, I will not die. Hallelujah. Put your hands together, celebrate Jesus as we welcome. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.